Erica. And Liana. Come join us on Patreon. Where you can unlock weekly episodes, videos, and... Be invited to Patreon-exclusive Zoom meetups. Just download the Patreon app and search for Night Guys Podcast. Or go to the website, www.patreon.com forward slash nightguyspodcast. You can join for as little as $2 a month for full access. See you on Patreon. Squiddle deedle 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 deedle. What happened? I lost my number. Oh, I wasn't looking. <laughs> Hello. It's me. Spooky Erica. <laughs> it's Liana. Spooky Liana. <laughs> it's <Nightguys> podcast. <laughs> We're here to join you bi-weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. <laughs> I can't count on my fingers, and apparently I can't speak either. That's okay. Things have been hard today. I don't oh know. Why. <laughs> I totally set you up for that. Happy full moon in Pisces, y'all. Even though you're going to hear this later, but it is for us. And <laughs> I'm wishing ourselves a happy full moon in Pisces. <laughs> Thanks. Welcome. We're going to go do that, that ritual for money. Yeah, we need to. Give me the money. There's, yeah, we're going to do a wallet ritual tonight where we're going to call forth all of the monies. <laughs> Given that I work five days a week, a set number of hours, I don't really see how that's going to happen. But maybe I'll get some unexpected windfall. Yeah, maybe we'll just get like a thousand Patreon members in the next yes. month. Why not? Sure. Mm-hmm. All well, of you listening. <laughs> no, I'm not. Please, I know. <laughs> You're like, I'm not kidding, but I am. But I'm not. Please. But I am. So we've also been talking about dreams tonight. And you and told dreamies. me. And dreamies. But you also did tell me that um, the night of this full moon is a good time to try to astral project. Yeah. So Pisces is a water sign. And they're very, like kind of made fun of for being very emotional and ethereal and that's mean Don't tapped into like the other so because of that it's kind of a good full moon to try to tap into it yourself so we need to really try to meet up <laughs> on that beach tonight and you know what well mm. right now that. me and you okay here, I'll take these off so we can we can gaze into each other's eyes. <laughs> I mean, part my with Skype this is kind of hard. Dog bangs, and because it's like psychic, like all the things are strong. Oh, no, we should be able to guess. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay. We have the moon on our side. What if the moon is working against us? No, she would never. Don't, don't kill me, moon. No, I would never. I would never. I, I'm channeling her right now. I would never. I was like, uh, <laughs> you are not the moon. <laughs> I speak on her behalf. Okay. So what are we doing? All right. I mean, oh, check this out. I have a crescent moon. See, you're channeling it. You have a hair thingy that's a moon. All right. Okay. I am going to think of oh, no. <laughs> just a very basic symbol. Do you want? Should we pick five symbols, or should I just sit, leave it at symbol? What do you feel? Mm, I don't. I mean, a symbol. God, I like a simple one. Like simple. Okay. All right. Not like you know something crazy. <laughs> Like Freemason symbol. Yeah. <laughs> no. I feel like thinking of that would be bad juju. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I'm thinking of it. 
Let me figure out what I want to pick. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, I okay. have it. Okay. So does that mean I stare into my own eyes because then they'll stare into your eyes? I don't know. I'm <laughs> looking into your eyes on my screen. Guys, we're doing this via Skype. We suck. I'm going to put my bubble above your head. I feel like that might make it better. It's not, is it? Now you're looking off to the left. Shit. I'm above <laughs> your head, though. Like this? This is good. That's good. Okay. That's good. Okay. okay. Um, Wait, I'm not thinking it hard enough. <laughs> all right. Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get another guess, or is it my turn to think of one? One more guess. Okay. Focusing on your eyeballs, your really cool bangs, <laughs> and the moon that's somewhere outside. Mm-hmm. Don't think too hard. Hexagon. <laughs> nope. <laughs> These are sh- shapes. <laughs> Tired. Smiley veins. Oh, that is kind of a symbol, huh? I just went with shapes. Why did my brain go to shapes? Oh boy. It makes sense. It makes sense. Okay. I'm thinking I have one. Okay. I have it. And it is a symbol, it's not just a shape. So (laughs) that's you making fun of acknowledging. I'm acknowledging (laughs) that it is correct and what I'm supposed to be thinking about. Okay. Okay, a crown. No, but close. Halo. No. Farther. A sword? No. Tell me. A fleur-de-lis. Oh, okay. All right. Fuck. Guys, we're not psychic right now. We're not. We haven't been out inside the inside. Okay, wait. Out. Think of one more. Full moon. Please let me download whatever Liana is sending into my brain. I need a second to think about it. Okay. Okay, girl. (laughs) Okay, I'm revving up. I'm moving all of my. Chi in the room. Okay. And if anyone needs to know how to do that, you just flap your arms like a bird. <laughs> she looks insane. Okay. Okay, <sighs> they say you shouldn't pick the thing that per- like first pops in your head because that's just like you... Th- Forcing it. So I'm going to ignore the thing. Dwight says the thing that you most medium suspect. Right. So I'm going to ignore the thing that just came up. A flower? No. But what's weird is that was the first thing that I was going to do. And then I chose not to do a flower. Like I just now, like I was like, "Mm, no, don't do a flower. Do something else. Can I tell you the first thing that popped in my head that? Yes. (laughs) What? Was an owl. Okay. I picked jack o' lantern. <laughs> We're good at psychic misses. <laughs> like ships in the night. <laughs> so is our psychic connection. Maybe if we were sitting actually outside in the moon light. Oh, I like that. Yeah. We'll try this again. The okay. next full moon. Okay. All right. Um, do you have... <laughs> I knew. A noozle? I can go. Cool. Ghost photographed at former Civil War Hospital in Tennessee. Question mark. 
hate it. There's an eerie photograph circulating online that may show an apparition lingering outside a building in Tennessee that once served as a Civil War hospital. So, the image was posted to Reddit by an individual who said they snapped the picture while taking photos of property for a real estate listing. Uh, The photographer said the homeowner warned me and the realtor before we arrived that her house is, quote, haunted, and explained that it was used as an army hospital in the Civil War. Patients were uh, operated on inside the home and then moved to the field out back where most would die after being placed in tents. Ooh, infection, probably. No. That's sad. As is so often the case with spooky images, the photographer claims he didn't notice when um, he took it initially. He went on to stress that the oddity was not a plastic bag or another piece of debris, (laughs) as he would have seen it when taking the photo and got rid of it. Mm -hmm. I walked all around that field photographing it for the seller. He marveled. He marveled. And not once did I see that shape by the fence in person or in any other shots. This, he argued, would seem to eliminate the possibility it was a statue or a large bird. (laughs) 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 While he also insisted that the picture was not a hoax. With all that said, the photographer conceded that the picture has left him scratching his... And he gave credence to the possibility that the unnerving image could have captured his Civil War ghost, especially Hmm. since it is said that around 155 Confederate soldiers died in the field where the anomaly was seen. That's so sad. I know. Be that as it may, there are skeptics who argued it's simply just some error or prosaic explanation or another. Um, okay. Did you see the picture? I did not. All right. I think I can send it to you. There's, um, like a little, what do you call it? Collage of them Mm. where they zoom in. Um, basically it's just, he must be like on a porch up high because you can see the roof of like a, the house in front of him also. Mm -hmm. And in the distance, like on the property behind a tree sort of oh wow there is a figure that looks like a human and i don't know it's all white and gray you can't see like facial features it almost looks like it has a hoodie on or yeah yeah, or like a hat yeah um interesting or that could be a nun's uniform mm, yeah i mean it could be female (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's That's really cool. weird and sad wow weird. you know and I like that you can't see the feet. I mean mm-mm. it looks like there's a post up it which is why I said scarecrow oh I see what you mean I just figured that was like tree shadow like in between both of the legs hmm. like the dividing part I don't know it's weird. If I saw that in a picture, I would not like it. Well, I mean, the guy says, the guy that mo- made the post said the ghost of a Civil War nun was captured on camera. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I, I okay. I see in the post, the tweet. <laughs> yeah, I guess it could be a nun. Yeah, that's odd, though. Hmm. It's something. It's odd. It's interesting that, I mean, there's even kind of like a little, a white. like a little, like a no- anomaly, like next to it. Oh yeah, There's it looks like kind of like blur. a weird, like like a big comma, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. Comma. Uh, oh, it's weird. It's always weird that they don't see it when they. I mean, I guess if he's just snapping like a ton to get. Well, a perfect example is today when I went up into our creepy storage space for the shop. Like, I was just snapping pictures left and right. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't actually study the pictures. There could be some weird stuff up there because those buildings were built in the early 1800s. Yikes. <laughs> I don't want to know, though. I really don't because I have to go up there and it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I don't know. Could be a ghost. I don't see why this person would be making it up. They're just there to take pictures for a job. Yeah, I don't know. That would be stupid. But then again, people yeah. want attention for dumb things. 
Um, my news mm. is a prison inmate reports odd UFO sighting. Okay. Can you I'm imagine listening. being stuck in prison and nope. then seeing a UFO and then you're just like, cool, I can't go anywhere. Ew. Or maybe you're safest there. I don't know. Maybe that's where I'll go when everything happens. <laughs> I'll go to prison. <laughs> and Let me in! A prison in England you know, claims that a UFO appeared outside the facility and caused a weird physical effect on the bewildered witnesses who saw the curious object. Uh-oh. The unsettling account came by way of a letter to the outlet Inside Times, which is a publication, quote, for prisoners and detainees in Britain. According to the inmate who goes unnamed, the odd incident occurred earlier this year at a facility known as HMP The Verne in the county of Dorset. In recounting the puzzling event, the letter writer insisted that, quote, I do not believe in the supernatural or aliens from Mars, but what we recently saw here in this prison was really strange, and it still leaves me speechless. And so while he and his fellow inmates were out in the prison yard getting some exercise, the witness says that he spotted a hawk that appeared to be sizing up some prey down on the ground. The glimpse of Mother Nature in action took a strange turn, however, when a very bright light, which I first thought was the sun, appeared as the clouds opened. Incredibly, the peculiar glowing object then approached the prison yard until it was approximately 100 feet above the exercise area. The sight was so strange, he said, that both the prisoners and the guards were captivated by what they saw they were seeing in the sky above them. The already weird event became even more bizarre when the UFO, quote, started to shrink and collapse in on itself until it sort of just dissolved into a cloud of mist, which subsequently rained down upon the prisoners. The following day, the writer recalls, we that. all came out in a red rash, presumably from whatever oh the mysterious goodness. following material might have been. Concluding his account of the case, the man indicated that speculation over the event within the prison has understandably run rampant, with some suggesting that in the inmates have been subjected to some kind of secret weapons test, test, which is not altogether out of the realm of possibility, considering that the inmates were literally a captive audience. Isn't that fucking crazy? There's a lot going on in that story. <laughs> what do you do with that? I don't know. <laughs> I like that it collapsed in on itself and it was like, bye, just kidding, I'm going to sprinkle on you. Sprinky, sprinky. Ew. I, no rash. I don't need that. <laughs> UFO rash. Uh, I you would hate... definitely break out into a rash because you're allergic to them. Yeah, 100%. I just... I don't need it. <laughs> Why not? explain nothing good can come from it what it, what do you think will happen if those people try to have kids i don't know i don't want to think about it <laughs> like when they get out they're like okay i'm gonna have kids and they're like well now you're gonna have a hybrid child mm -hmm. <laughs> that's good though that i'm on board with because then we can we can find secrets you can want to study the DNA. Children. No, <laughs> I just want to. I want to know what they know. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know. <laughs> you know. I just don't need. I really don't need aliens. Why not? I read something today that was like, I don't know. The universe will collapse on itself in like a hundred trillion years, and I feel like the majority of the world that wouldn't bother and i read that and i'm very bothered by it. i used to be very bothered by it when i was younger but then i had to just be like dude so much is going to change on this planet that it it won't it won't matter okay that's more commendable that thought my thought is <laughs> oh boy when I am a ghost that is enlightened and, like, oh, part of the consciousness, where do I go then? Into the void. <laughs> I thought oh. that I was in the void. No. No, you're just going to go... Void squared? Through, you're going to go <laughs> cruising through space, through space, and see lots of cool shit. <laughs> but it's collapsed in. Nah. You'll be fine. Okay. It's all good. I'll figure How it out. About... I have a hundred trillion years as a spas creature. 
So how long is your story? Because we were going to talk about, we landed on Zombie Road in Missouri, but I'm fairly certain that we've talked about this place like eons ago. So we decided to talk about caves. <laughs> we Promise. fucking hate caves. <laughs> so why not talk about those? Mm. Um, I have a couple, I have two short stories and I know you have one. We'll do one and I can read mine story. and then yours. Uh, the okay. little Sammy. <laughs> uh, Wait, go. What am I thinking of? What symbol? What? A banana holding a monkey. Stop it. You knew it wouldn't be that. <laughs> Why wouldn't the banana hold a monkey? All right. I don't know. Come on, come on. Jellyfish. <laughs> Star. I was giving you a symbol. <laughs> can't wait do me do me okay circle teddy bear damn it (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i've lied i decided that one of these stories is not that awesome aww sorry okay do the other one okay Sorry about the symbols. <laughs> Why? I didn't know be like at all. So you're fine. Uh, okay. So this person says about 15 years ago. Oh, so yeah, guys, we're talking about caves and some creepy shit that's happened in caves. About 15 years ago, Gollum. I, you heard of him? Gollum and the history thereof. <laughs> we're doing Gollum's family tree, y'all. <laughs> What was the spider's name? Uh, uh, it's oh, with yeah. an S. In- Shelob. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yep, we're talking about her too because she's also you know in a cave. Why I couldn't pull that name out because I why? saw a kitty that was up for adoption today at PetSmart and her name was Sheba and I wanted to say uh, Sheba. <laughs> almost, not quite. And I knew it wasn't it, but all I could think of was kitty. Oh, so cute. Guys, for anyone who ever goes to PetSmart, I want you all to know that you can buy anything from PetSmart to give the kitties to play with um, that are up for adoption that are in the store. And you should do that. You can donate anything, like, in the store, buy it, and you can, like, tell someone who works there and they'll give them, like, to the kitties and they'll play with it. I'm not allowed to go in that store, though, because I start crying hysterically because I can't take them all home. Sean, it's like, babe... (laughs) You it's are broken rough. for more than a day after those trips. Three <laughs> got adopted since the last time I was there that are still there. They have the little sign that says, I am waiting to go home. And I'm like, okay, that's good. Yeah, if one's there for too long, though. Mm. I know. They never are, which is great. Mm-hmm. But they're all kittens. They're going to go fast. And it's so oh, yeah. sweet. Like, one of the descriptions was like, I was a cat that was found as a, like on the street. Such a cute kitty. Like a turnip. And then there's a a black one that has the cutest little like vampire kitty face. His name's Smudge. I really want him. Ooh, I like him. But they're all babies. They're like the oldest one is five and a half months. Oh wow, they're babies. Oh god, see Sean and I have been like, do we get another kitty to kind of like keep turnip from attacking honey all the time? And I'm like, oh my god, we can't do this. We can't have four cats. This is too crazy. <sighs> I support. It's a lot though. I understand. <laughs> Uh, I just it's hard it's hard for me to like get kitties unless they like show up on my doorstep which is why I had Um, the two I have after finding turnip that way it's like it's hard I mean Emma adopted but she was considered senior which is insane because she's five that's well I know they consider that senior that's insane really that's just adult yeah just Honey kitty. is not a senior. She's five. That's yeah. Weird. Like, uh, don't label, please. <laughs> okay. Caves. Mm, <laughs> we were talking Travis. about caves. About 15 years ago, I took my then girlfriend up to Indian Grave Point in Middle Tennessee. She had been caving with me before, but not to this <laughs> caving? particular. Caving? Caving. I've never heard that. I like it. We haven't Guys, heard of that because we don't go to caves. 
Carving? You want to go to carving? <laughs> so she had not been to this particular cave. There was kind of an eerie fog as we climbed up the mountain. Hey, we climbed down into the entrance sink, ducked into the cave, and entered the first large room. Oh. Uh, it was one of those temperature inversion nights where it was real foggy right inside. <laughs> we could only see a few feet ahead, and our lights were casting strong beams in the cloud. Okay. In the room, I noticed some animal bones arranged into an elaborate pattern on a large rock. I pointed this out to Susie, and she became visibly shaken and suggested that we leave the cave. I told her it was no big deal, and that lots of types of people use the cave, and it was probably just something someone did out of boredom. She would not relent and said in a shaky but determined voice, let's leave right now. I was annoyed, having seen lots of crazy things in this cave, but I could tell by the look on her face that we would not be caving that night. (laughs) Caving. (laughs) <laughs> we hiked down to the car and by the time we got there Susie was in tears she was inconsolable on the ride home once she'd calmed down a bit she said I can't believe you were saying those things in there what were you talking about or what are you talking about I asked she went on to describe that once I had pointed them out I explained that the bones were there as a sign an omen of great ritual importance I had said nothing of the sort. She said she was terrified to watch me explain with glee how there was a great spiritual importance of us being there that night to witness the ritual. What she described was me what she what she described me saying was very involved about a five minute monologue that I So she know just imagined I, this conversation? I guess that I this guy's like, I know this did not come out of my mouth. I told her that none of that had actually happened and that I had only said something like, Hey, look at these bones and nothing else. Then I realized something weird had occurred. And he's like, I don't know oh, what actually happened. Oh, that's when realized it? <laughs> Dude. He's like, I don't know what happened to Susie in there, but for her, it was very real. We both had a very unsettled feeling about the whole thing. I don't think we spoke much on the ride home, and she never wanted to talk about it much after that. I thought you were going to say she never wanted to talk to me again. <laughs> <laughs> that would be how I would feel. I'd be like, Understandable. Hmm. Yeah, so um, Indian Grave Point Cave in Middle Tennessee. I don't know. Sounds creepy. Creepy gross. Oh, boy. I'm seeing some pictures from there. Oh, I'm not into it. Oh, no. There's a lot of people on, like, their hands and knees crawling around. Mm Mm-mm. No, thank Mm -mm. you. No. Uh Uh-uh. I just don't like it. I don't get why... Why people want to go into a dark scary place that could collapse upon them Uh, I just don't like the idea of being stuck or getting trapped or I don't understand Mm -mm. I don't either Uh -uh. Uh -uh. it's gross Mm mm-hmm Okay. Okay. What's this this cool story? Story is from a book that I'm currently reading. It's taking me forever. Um, Should have only taken me like two days to read this, but with 5,000 animals and a toddler extends the time. (laughs) Uh, It's from a book, though. It's called uh, I Know What I Saw. It's by Linda S. Godfrey. Cool. Um,. She's really fun. She has a lot of books that are about like Dogman and Bigfoot and Oh, she's the author and... of the book that you lent me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is another one of hers. And uh it's kind of like a hodgepodge of like different um cryptids. So like she'll go over like Beast of Bray Road and like Skinwalkers, um Dogman dire dogs, um, all these, like, kind of fun creatures. And Mm -hmm. she kind of breaks them up into areas and um, tries to kind of go in, like, a logical order of it. And um, what's fun is, like, a lot of cryptids or, like, a lot of, not even just cryptids, but, like, sightings of, like, these kind of unknown creatures, like, will occur either by, like, a cemetery or, like, a military site or... um, caves and so this section is about caves and the story i read recently is one of the few in this book that comes with a photo 
And the photo I sent you it is really gross. I and hate, I hate that it. photo so much. It's really gnarly. I don't like it. Um, and this is the story that goes with it. So I only sent you the photo. I might have said like a couple things about the story to you. I don't remember. But it's nasty, y'all. It's gross. <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> I hate it. So um, it's from her book, the little um, chapter-ish that she divides it to is called Chilean Cave Creature. Oh. Um, so, and it's just really nasty. I hate it in not the good way. <laughs> um, let me see. I don't even know where to start with it. Just start so, the beginning. So tiny but human-like creatures, um, or to certain groups of indisputably flesh and blood, but smaller than usual modern Homo sapiens. Um, so it was like a tiny person that this person uh, saw in the cave. Mark, mm. last name withheld, is an adventure guide and writer from Iowa. Has seen and experienced the effects of something small and animated that didn't fit neatly <sighs> into either of these categories at two uh. locations. The first one was the caves in Mexico and then Iowa. His description of the cave dweller reminded me of Gollum, the creepy <laughs> near-demonic character in Tolkien's fantasy novels The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings trilogy. Mark even caught an accidental photo of what he says could be the creature in the Iowa location. Um, oh, gross. We can post it maybe to Instagram or something. Sure. Um, so... Several people had encouraged him to write me about his experiences, he said. I interviewed him by phone, and we shared several other written conversations. He also took part in an extended conversation with members of the Facebook group Unknown Creature Spot not long after his Iowa encounter in June of 2017. The first incident occurred on a spelunking trip he made to the state of San Luis Potosi, Mexico in 2002 with a colleague and a local guide, Rico. Their initial destination was the Cave of Swallows, the world's largest known cave shaft, which is considered the ultimate place to base or base jump. No. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. This gives me such anxiety. I know. So that's like what I assume from what they're saying. It's like you jump from a platform in like squirrel suit, like, or yep. I guess parachute, or maybe, mm -hmm. but I think it's You squirrel, squirrel suit, suit and then... Yeah, like squirrel suit, then pull the shoot. Yeah. Mm -mm. Nope. No good. Um, the daring sport involves. Oh, there we go. Taking a flying oh. leap off one's choice of platform, <laughs> and you land safely below. Just nasty. If you're lucky. <laughs> Mark and his companions survived a day of jumping, uh, fourteen hundred feet down into this cave, and then struck off on a two-day backpack trek through the jungle to explore, explore a different cave um, where Mark said things began to get strange. So they base jump, uh, land in a cave. It's a two-day movie descent style journey nope. through this cave, and that's where this starts. Oh, my fucking God. No. I know. It's like just living my, like, This is like living my nightmare. I know. Like, I hated is... reading it. It made me very upset. That's why I sent you the picture, because I <laughs> needed someone to see things that I was having to deal with. It was a several day... So this is him talking now. Mm -hmm. It was a several day trip through the cave. During our trip through, we kept seeing a thing dart no. in and out <gasps> of the flashlight shadows. An mm -mm. upright walking thing about waist high. No. None of us got no. a great look no. as it would run off as soon as we shined a light towards it. I felt it was stalking us as we made our way through. Not in a menacing way, but we felt it was more out of curiosity. Some of the passages we took were extremely tight. This part is gross, gross. Crawling no. room only. No, no. But it gets That's grosser. how you get caught. That's how it touches you. We could you. hear the creature ew. behind ew. us. Ew. Ew. We would stop to listen, and it stopped right away as well. On our trip, we had gear disappear. Several wrappers, a lighter, a candle, goggles. Nothing of real value, just shiny things. Several times we would catch a terrible smell at the same time we heard something coming. It reminded me of rotting from a dead animal. We had a set of night vision goggles, and through the goggles we saw the creature run into the shadows and hide behind a ledge. We could see movement through the goggles, and Rico told us that the movement was the breath of the creature in the cold air. This was very strange to me, because it showed intelligence that I doubted it had. Somehow it seemed to know that we had 
night vision lenses. Because how would it know they put them on in pitch darkness to hide? Oh, Oh, this is horrible. Because he's a... I just... Yuck. It was so dark in this room. It had no reason to think we could see it. You could not see five inches without light. So that left me confused and still sticks in my mind to this day. If you're wondering why we didn't just walk over and look behind the ledge... It was because we were about 35 feet up overlooking a large room at this point. We waited for about 30 minutes, and it stayed put and waited for us to continue on our path. At one point, my buddy fired off a flare, and he saw it. Uh, No. Just like the descent, dude. Uh, Mark said it was about the size of a four-year-old human, perhaps three feet tall, hairless and bald, a very pale color. It seemed to have some muscle definition, he said, but looked more like a pack rat than a savage. I hate it all. He said it appeared humanoid with no tail and long fingered hands. The eyes were not visible. It was always quick. The feet were more like humans with narrow toes. Mark also noted that Rico, the guide, said he had no knowledge of the creatures. They wondered what the creatures would find to eat in the cave and speculated that they might scavenge in the jungle. Mm, This is really upsetting to me. They followed us the whole time, he said. Mark wasn't sure whether they were stalked by a single individual or by several of them. We did not feel threatened, but we definitely had things stolen. The locals would not talk about it. They may have thought it would be bad for business. I feel there are real possibilities for the discovery of these things. If only we'd had traps or recording equipment. Uh, After over a decade had passed, Mark still thought about the hairless cave creature, but did not (laughs) expect to see one again. Especially not in the U.S. and especially not in his home state of Iowa. He did see something very similar to the original Mexican humanoid, however. And although it wasn't an obvious, quote, shorty, whatever that is, it was close enough to shock him. (laughs) He ran across a second creature in mid-June of 2017 um, at the, hmm, I don't know how to pronounce this. Try it. Maquaqueta Mc- uh, Cave State Park. Okay. Uh, a location he considered safe enough to bring his young daughter. The park is about 32 miles south of mm, Dubuque. I don't even know how to say that at all. <laughs> it's just a park. Yay, Iowa. It covers 370 <laughs> acres and boasts 13 caves. All right, fine. Oh, no. Great. Love That's it. too many caves. Too many. Love it. Hate great it. number. 13. Let's go oh. there. 13 caves. Yes. So lucky. It happened 13 too many caves for my yep. life. <laughs> it happened pretty fast, he said. My daughter and I were alone and had pretty much the whole park to ourselves. It was early on a Tuesday morning. I was about 50 yards away from my daughter inside the lower dance hall cave, just exploring and climbing around. I was taking a picture of the cave and something just popped up between my daughter and me. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I hate that picture. I hate that picture. It when was you sent t- it to me, I had, I, hate to, it. I had to text you a bunch to make the picture You know the what's funny is when away. I was reading this, because I have to start and stop so much when I'm reading, um, when I picked back up, I didn't dog ear the page, so mm-hmm. I kind of guessed where I was, and I, where this story starts it, on the first page bit of it is where the picture is oh no so i didn't hit that part i did the page like that is on the other side of it was where Uh i started and i was like what is she talking about there's a picture and then i had to go back after i finished it It was like no so somehow it was worse (laughs) seeing it at the end of reading it already read all the horrifying shit about it you're like "Ooh, i hate it even more i I know more now instead of seeing it and then knowing (laughs) I'd rather be blissfully ignorant. Thank you. Yeah. Give it to me up top. (laughs) Not after the knowledge. (laughs) As I die. Okay. Do, 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 do. It was tall and skinny with really, really long neck and long arms, too. I hated how long the neck was. That was like the first thing that I said to you. I was like, why is the neck so long? I need more wine. Hold, please. (laughs) 
gotta get through this. For those listening, please just drink with me. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Long neck, long arms. Hmm. Gross. It was completely naked. I snapped the picture and took off running toward it, thinking my daughter might be in danger. I had to watch my footing, looking down and back up again, and it was just gone. Like Ugh. that. My daughter never saw it. <sighs> Mystified as a good thing how, she never saw it. She'd yeah, be like, I'm never going to a ever cave with you. hate <laughs> it. Mystified as to how the creature could have disappeared from view so quickly, Mark racked his brain for an answer. He said, there are no passages in that area for it to run into, mm, but there are mm-mm. plenty of places to hide and wait me out. Mm-mm. With my daughter there and my adventure team not with me, I didn't pursue the creature. Just got out of there. A couple Good of days dad. later, I went back with my team and explored the cave top to bottom. Or as we would say, toe to head. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Every nook and cranny and found nothing. <laughs> and they that really should, didn't search it toe to head. That should be our Halloween surprise, not surprise now uh, sticker. We should do toe to head. <laughs> Maybe we'll do Tota Head and Hakuna Dentato. We'll oh, I, I, I want both for myself, so that's <laughs> I was purely selfish reasons like motivating both. I think maybe you draw one and I draw say, one. We never figured out how to spell Tota Head because it was like it could be Toe, Duh, Tota or just the number Toe Two Head. <laughs> All right, moving on the story. Uh, not even... So they found nothing, not even a footprint, which makes sense because it's almost all rock. I have explored mm. every passage in those caves and never seen anything before or after that day, but it will never leave my mind. Mm. It was especially puzzling, added Mark, because the passages from that cave all become too narrow for humans as they progress deeper into the earth. Well, he was fucking skinny. <sighs> yeah, but perhaps... skinny. He said, this creature can squeeze like a mouse can under a doorway. I have many theories about Iowa's caves, that they are all somehow connected into a larger system. One system has been explored for 40 years, and no end is in sight. No. Hate it. Oh, that's horrible. 40 years, and they haven't found an end to it? Mm. Mm -mm. Why? End it. Make one. Why go go in? Make an end. Cement over the cave entrance. Love it. <laughs> and Plug it up. Plug it, it up. <laughs> Look, there's one right here. <laughs> Whatever lives in here cannot come out. Uh, bye. <laughs> Toodaloo. This is where you stay. <sighs> he says, I believe in subterranean creatures, but such creatures being in Iowa and at this park make zero sense. This is the most visited state park in Iowa, so there should be lots of other sightings. How this thing just appeared and vanished so quickly, I will never understand. The nearest passage is quite a distance from where this photo was shot. A cheetah could not have covered the distance in that time. (laughs) Which means it either vanished into thin air, not likely, or there is another system in this cave that I do not know about, also not likely, because he explored it. Yeah, but... If you live in those caves, I'm sure there's, like, a rock that they can shift and be like... But he said they toe-to-head investigated it, and that's, like, his profession. I don't believe him. I think that shit, that thing, like, portaled out of there. I, I don't know. I think those things are creepy descent creatures. Or he's, like, and... on the ceiling upside down watching them. Yeah. Uh, he says, I'm very thankful I was able to take the picture I took. That photo does appear to show a bald, thin-necked humanoid standing in an otherwise empty spot. This creature and the shorter Mexican one seem more goblin- goblin-esque than elfin in-, in appearance, but what they truly are is anyone's guess. Mark said a small, partially mummified skeleton displayed on the reality TV show Destination Truth with Josh Gates. Apparently, it's season three, episode five. Came very close to a match with the cave's creature's anatomy. Interesting. Yeah, I want to watch that episode. Uh, yeah. Because I would like to know 
what they saw and kind of combine it with this disgusting You'd like picture. to know that it's dead? <laughs> yeah, I love that it's a mummy. Love that part. <laughs> uh, apparently a crew member of Gates' uh, show stumbled upon the tiny mummy in an old mine in the arid region of Chile. It's difficult to say whether the strange remains have anything to do with the two humanoids that he found, but it's interesting. Hmm. Okay. I hate it. That's a terrible story. I just I feel shame. Uh, we need the bell. <laughs> like, oh man, it's been a long time. I know. Shame bell. I just <laughs> caves are horrible enough. I don't need something. I'm not scared of caves because of something being in it. They're awful and horrible on mm. their own. And I don't need that in it. I think you do, though. Because we need to know that... Well, would it make you feel better if it was, like, an alien creature or a humanoid, like, cave-dwelling creature? Humanoid. Give me that. I can kill it. But what if it has, like, psychic powers? I don't care. Okay. They won't work on me. I'll be filled with too much rage. I won't hear anything they're trying to shoot my way. (laughs) Hey! Does that mean I drink? There we go. It's been so long. Had to happen. But also, I miss her. I know she was a good time. We'll bring her back. Did you ever watch that that scene from Game of Thrones? Uh, Oh yeah, because you sent me the video. Did you watch the actual scene? That's like ten minutes or something. It's so worth it. It's so stupid. I love it so much. Fine, 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 fine. God, I just don't need it. I have, I lied, I I found one more story. Okay, hit me. It's called The Miner's Candle. Hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Some years ago, several of our club had a trip into Water Icicle. I guess that's some famous cave. Needless to say, before we went... Before we went down, we discussed in some detail some odd experiences various members had reported on previous trips. One of our group was particularly disturbed by these stories because as a child, he had briefly occupied a house that had to be exercised. Oh, great. (laughs) He was the last person out, and as he sat at the bottom of the shaft... In the the entrance chamber, his imagination began to get the better of him, and he was most unhappy. Yeah, you know, why why would they let that guy be the last one out if you're, like, clearly the most upset to be in a potentially scary place by yourself? That makes no sense. Um, Anyway, a call came from above, uh, rope free. He stood up, but as he walked toward the rope, he heard something or someone shuffling towards him along the passage he turned around but nothing was there maybe it was his imagination he clipped onto the rope and began to climb suddenly he felt a tug from below not daring to look down he climbed as fast as he could and once inside the narrow part of the shaft he felt a little less exposed so he paused for a brief rest and plucked up the courage what? <laughs> so he paused for a brief rest and plucked up the courage to look down. Below him, he could see the glow of what appeared to be a miner's candle. He immediately set off at high speed, but wait, no matter... Wait, say that again. What? He was climbing. He felt a tug on the rope from below, because okay. he had already climbed up the rope. Yes. And he's like partway up, and he felt a tug, and he was like, oh, hell no. So he just starts to climb super fast. What? Where's this candle? That was his? No. Oh, my God. Below him. Why so, is like, there a candle below him? Miners used to have candles in their helmets. So there, he was the... Le- oh, my God. You were not even listening because you no, were looking I, at your phone. You're no, fired. I wasn't. I'm confused because okay. you said... Okay, say what you said again because then I will tell you what I heard. <laughs> okay. I, so, I got all the climbing and all the tugging and the shafts and them being narrow and they he were was the last one up the rope, so he was the last one there. Yeah. There was nobody else behind him. Right. So a call from above said rope free. He yep. stood up. And he started. People started something behind him, so he clipped into the rope and began to climb. As he's climbing, he felt a tug from below. Yeah, heard that. Not daring to look down, he climbed as fast as he could, and once he was inside the narrow part of the shaft. Heard that. 
he felt a little less exposed. Yeah, heard that. So he paused for a brief rest and plucked up the courage to look down. Yeah. Below this him, is the part he, I'm confused at. Go ahead. He could see below him. He could see the glow of what appeared to be a miner's candle. Okay, that's why I was confused. So someone left their candle down there. No, like a miner, ghost miner was cl- climbing up the rope. Oh, okay, that's why I was confused. I'm like, why is there light left? I don't understand. So he thinks somebody is uh, ghost, ghost miner is behind him. Yes. Okay, that's all I was confused. I heard the rest. I promise you, there was a lot of things that were very sexy. <laughs> But he immediately set off at high speed, but no matter how fast w- he climbed, the candle that. followed him. I would just him. think that a candle, someone left their candle. People in modern days don't use candles, Because dude. he just got up on the rope, so he's close to the ground. Someone probably left their lantern. No, they don't use lanterns anymore, bro. Wait, when? what year is this? Pretty recent. If we're using candles... No, not if they're using candles. They'd be using... No, a ghost, an old miner that died down there. His okay. ghost. He I thought everybody candle. had candles. No, okay, no. <laughs> everybody's just got headlamps, like little LEDs with well, that ten thousand lumens. Then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the candle kept following him, and when it's he stopped, it stopped, and when he climbed, Gross. it began to climb, and he was petrified. <laughs> and Can't that's get... where the story ends. <laughs> no. Yep. That's a that's awful. <laughs> Get, ew. Mm-hmm. Blow it out. Blow. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Get it out of here. I don't need it. I just don't need it. <laughs> Guy. Apparently, He's water icicle in in England is like super creepy. What do you mean? Why? What are you reading right I don't now? No, just I'm looking at where this story came from, and it's on like a UK caving forum, and nothing is hor- more horrible after <laughs> aliens than like being a miner. Especially back in the day. What? Ugh. I just don't understand. The idea of possibly getting trapped in a cave shaft. Forever. Yeah. After that poor guy died in that cave and the fact that his, like, skeleton is still there is the worst thing in the world to me. Because it's not like they chose this. They're trying to support themselves or family or... It's horrible. You know what I mean? It's, like, disturbing enough when you read about, like, oh, there's frozen bodies, like, on the way up to Everest. Mm -hmm. But at at least you know that that's what they knew was a part of the game when they prepared to go up there. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like the the same thing is to be said about people that do caving. Oh, that too. All of it. Because it's like, I just mean like, but people who are like miners, Mm -hmm. like the ghost dude who got trapped down there and he's still (laughs) trying to get out. Like that shit. That's so sad to me because they're just trying. That's their job. They don't. Yeah. This isn't something that they know. Okay. They know the risk, but they have to like live and have money and a paycheck so mm-hmm. it's like it's just so the only fucked. thing that they can do yeah yeah it's horrible it's all sad i mean i'm not saying it's like not sad for people who are frozen right now as we record this <laughs> on a fucking mountain that is up in the horizon but at least they chose it because it was something that they, they it's like an extracurricular activity yeah. for them this like that shit isn't so I feel for minor ghost have man. A, I have a, yeah, same. I have a problem with people that do Everest. I do too. I don't because I know that it's it sucks because the people, the native people that are right around there, depend upon the tourism, but also they get paid very little, and their people die all the time. And yeah, their and their job is really fucking hard too. They're like really packing hard, up all of their really shit fucking and carrying dangerous, it, and, and their spouses don't get any money if they're if they die, and it's just the worst. So, 
instead of doing Everest tours, maybe we should just do local tours of the sweet little towns. Yeah, much better. <laughs> Less dangerous. climate yeah. anyway? I don't... I don't know. I just don't say have... I mean, I get people have that, like, drive to do that. I'm not saying it's not cool, and I'm sure it's beautiful to be up there and to put your, like, tchotchkes up at the top, but, like... That's littering. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> put a tchotchke anywhere and no one gives a shit but you, so why do you give a shit? <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. I get fucking angry when I see people's names on things, so I'm like, I don't care that you were here. Yeah, you prayer flags. <laughs> You're a white person. Stop yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I don't know. I don't know either. Don't know. Well, I what I do know is fuck caves. Oh, forevermore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them. Should we spin Seville or should we do something else? I unless you have a knee jerk topic that you would like to talk about. Mm, pumpkins. <laughs> love it. <laughs> we can talk about pumpkins. Love it. <laughs> biggest smallest <laughs> weirdest shapes <laughs> most hours spent carving one <laughs> how long it took for me to pick one out uh, impossible <laughs> task must take them all <laughs> I was so mad that Sean wouldn't let me buy like 50 pumpkins he was like Liana we had to buy groceries and I'm like I just want more pumpkins I want so many i told bobby i'm like why can't we get one a day and then it's like we're not spending it all at once (laughs) (laughs) made sense to me i like this i like this model right i thought that way made sense oh yes okay okay this is what landed oh okay i wonder when this was putteth on there uh Animals as higher beings. Oh. This was suggested to us by a listener. Was it? And I am forgetting who told us, and I... God damn it. Well, Thank you, out. listener. I'm so sorry. I My brain is full of mush. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it. This is an excellent suggestion. It is. I'm really sorry that I can't remember who told us to do this. If it was Shout you, out to tell you. us. Yeah, we want to give you proper shout out. Mm-hmm. So thank you. I like this one. This is good. Okay, we're going to go now because we've been in here for a long time and your girl's got to go to the bathroom. Cause God, wine, I do too. <laughs> and we got to go open our wallets to the Pisces full moon. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to go do that. Fill her up. Fill we, up. uh,. Need to make that money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Again, join our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> also, just a really tiny, quick, little, little teeny tiny shout out what, to what? Sarah and her sweet cat, Willow. We're thinking <gasps> all of the yes. happiest and sweetest of healing thoughts to your sweet cat and her journey to getting past all of this bullshit so she can be her sweet little self kitty again. Yes. We love you, Sarah. And we love you, Willow, and you're the sweetest, cutest, fluffiest kitty. Oh, my God. She's so beautiful, and she's lovely. And uh, she's actually made a whole new Instagram for her cat. It is at She's Pastel. And she is a fluff chunk. I love her so much. We love her. Her sweet little Willow was recently diagnosed with cancer, and she's getting her treatment, and we're... We're thinking of you, little baby sweet Willow and Sarah. We love you both. We're sending you hugs. Yeah, so if you love kitties and animals, just send some sweet little thoughts to this sweet little wonderful kitty. Mm-hmm. And Sarah. Yes. And you can follow her at She's Pastel. She's a really cute Instagram. kitty. She's I mean, all kitties cute. are cute, but she's a little, she's a little extra cute. <laughs> she's, she's, she seems like a little extra. She's a little extra cute. <laughs> All right, guys, join us in two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Unless uh, when- you are on Patreon. <laughs> and chat with an- chat with animals. There we go. We could chat with animals, too. Why bring not? Our animals- Let's bring our animals on to oh. the episode. 
Yeah, I'll I'll punky here. Oh God, I'll bring honey. She'll just I'll like purr into the mic or breathe really heavily, like. Calling me. <laughs> I know, or me too. My nose has been stuffy, so I'm like, am I breathing into the mic? Oh boy, not good. Right. <laughs> we love you guys so much. Kisses, mm. smoochies. All right, this is the Night Guys podcast, and I'm Liana. I'm Erica. All right, bye. Bye.